Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Luke. Hey there, friends and faithful listeners. My name is Jen. I am the host here of the Bible Explained podcast, and I am thrilled that you chose to turn on this podcast this morning or whenever you're listening. It doesn't have to be in the morning (laughs) to learn about the Bible with me. I actually get a lot of people that uh, know me personally that are like, well, we can't actually listen to your podcast because um, we don't wake up that early. And I'm like, "Okay, (laughs) neither do I. (laughs) I am dead asleep at 6 a.m. I do not wake up that early. So no, you do not have to listen to the podcast when it airs at 6 a.m. Because the moment it airs, it is up forever. You can literally tune into this episode five weeks after it airs. (laughs) So yeah. But anyway, let me know what time zone you're listening from and what time you typically listen to the podcast. I'm actually kind of curious about that. I would love to know those statistics of when people typically tune in to the podcast and what time zone you live in. So contact me at p40ministries.com slash contact and let me know that. And honestly, that would actually be very helpful for me if you could let me know that information. Since today is Thursday, we're going to be talking about the New Testament. So turn in your Bible, whatever version you prefer, to Luke chapter 17 and let's read verses 11 through 19 together. Grab your coffee or your cup of tea and just sit back and relax. But let's go ahead and read this together. I'll be reading out the W.E.B. this morning. As he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing along the borders of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into a certain village, ten men who were lepers met him who stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices, saying, Master Jesus, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. As they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus answered, Weren't ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there none found who returned to give glory to God, except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has healed you. This is quite an interesting little story here because it's not just talking about a story of healing. It's also talking about a story of faith. So I really like this uh, story that Luke adds in here. But to start out, in verse 11, Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem. And that's what's been happening for the past several chapters. I think since like Luke 14 or 15, maybe even earlier. I can't remember. But Jesus is slowly making his way up to Jerusalem. Why? Because he's going to die. And Jesus knows that he's going to die. So he's going to Jerusalem to accomplish that very thing. But he's making his way up to Jerusalem very slowly because he knows that there are people that he needs to bless along the way. But right here, Jesus, as he's making his way up to Jerusalem, is passing, rather uh, going through the border of Samaria and Galilee is what it says. So Samaria obviously belonged to the Samaritans and Galilee obviously belonged to the Jewish people. And Jewish people hated Samaritans and vice versa. Samaritans also hated Jewish people. (laughs) And there's actually a story that we talked about a, a little while ago. 
that talks about how Jesus wanted to go through some Samaritan land in order to get to Jerusalem, but they refused to let Jesus pass through because he was a Jewish man and Samaritans hated Jewish people. But obviously there was also evidence of (laughs) Jewish people hating Samaritans. So there was a lot of racism going on both ways. You know, they uh, they just did not care for each other, did not like each other. So Jesus is passing through the border, like right where the two places meet, Samaria and Galilee, going through the border. And he comes across this little town. It was a little village is what it said. And there were 10 men who were lepers there and they met him, but they stood at a distance is what it says. So 10 men who were lepers met Jesus and they stood at a distance. So they were some distance away, whatever the required distance was supposed to be. They were standing pretty far away from Jesus and there were 10 men. And it actually says later on in this little story that one of these men were a Samaritan. But actually, there could have been several Samaritans there, but only one had enough faith to come back to Jesus. But either way, there were both Samaritans and Jewish people, Jewish men in that group of lepers. And this just shows how bad leprosy was that both the Samaritans and the Jews who hated each other were willing to come together. Leprosy was so bad that nobody wanted to go near a leper. Everyone hated lepers and they only had each other. So when somebody became leprous, they would have to go live on the outskirts of the city somewhere and they weren't allowed to work. They weren't allowed to visit their family members. They weren't allowed to do anything because leprosy was such a bad disease that would eat through the skin that they didn't want anybody else catching it. But there were other reasons as well. I mean, lepers were seriously hated, (laughs) like really hated. But the main reason they stayed outside the camp was so that they did not infect anybody else. So lepers needed love. They needed care. People did not care about them. People kind of left them to die. It actually, there's evidence of Pharisees that hated lepers so much that they would like throw rocks at them and stuff. Like they, they were treated very, very bad very badly because they had a skin disease. So these lepers who craved social interaction would interact with each other because that was all they could do. These lepers were so craving social interaction that they would they didn't care about racism anymore. It didn't matter. They were all bonded together because of this leprosy that they ended up having. It says here, that this mixed group of men who were lepers came to see Jesus. They heard about Jesus's healings. They wanted that for themselves. So they stand at a distance and they cry. They lifted up their voices is what it said. And they scream, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So they're begging Jesus to heal them. And Jesus absolutely responds. So Jesus responds to them and he doesn't go near them. It doesn't say that Jesus went near them. All it says is that Jesus said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. What's interesting about that, and if you guys have been listening into my Old Testament episodes, you'll know what Jesus is referring to here. When a leprous person was finally healed of their leprosy, 
They were supposed to go to the priest and show themselves. And the priest was supposed to analyze them and make sure that they didn't have leprosy anymore. Then if they didn't have that leprosy anymore, they could integrate themselves back into society and they would be able to go visit their families immediately, go back to work, whatever they needed to do. So Jesus tells the leprous men to go and visit the priest. So that's what they do. And this would have been faith for sure. This would have been a faith story that these men, even though their skin still looked leprous, that they had enough faith that Jesus didn't have to touch them, that just at Jesus's word, they could go and begin to be healed. So they do. It says they went and they were cleansed as they were going. So as they're walking to the priest to go show themselves, they start becoming cleansed. In other words, their skin stops being leprous. So one of these men, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. So he was so happy. He's like, oh my gosh, I am healed. Like Jesus did this for me. He turns back and he goes and glorifies God. This just shows that glorifying God is more important than tradition. And even though, yes, Jesus definitely told them to go and to obey, to go and show themselves to the priest, to obey the law and do that. This doesn't mean that they couldn't go and glorify God as well. <laughs> or even so, once they went to the priest and they were checked, why couldn't they come back to visit Jesus? But this man was so overjoyed over the fact that he had been healed of his leprosy, that rather than going to the priest, the lesser thing, he came back to glorify God. He came back to worship Jesus, to thank Jesus for everything he, he had done for him. So that's what this man does. He falls down at Jesus's feet and gives him thanks. And it says here, he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answers, weren't there 10 men that were cleansed? So where are the other nine? And this just shows how Jesus pays attention. You know, like he knew that there were 10 men that had been cleansed of their leprosy, but yet only one, a foreigner, came back to give glory to Jesus, chose the better thing to come back and give glory to God. This is another story of the heart. This man's heart, this Samaritan man, his heart was for God. He believed in God. He had faith in God, that God, that Jesus had done this for him. So, of course, he comes back to do the better thing rather than going to the priest, which was a good thing because the law was good and Jesus told them to follow the law. Rather than going and doing that immediately, he goes and gives glory to God first. So he falls down and worships Jesus and Jesus notices. But he says, where are the other nine that were healed of their leprosy? Jesus, of course, was happy that this man came to him, but he's pointing something out for everybody to notice. There's only one that came back to give glory to God. Only one. And this man was a Samaritan. He wasn't even a Jewish man. And so Jesus says, were there none found who are turned to give glory to God except this foreigner? 
Then he says to the foreigner, get up and go your way. Your faith has healed you. I mean, isn't that beautiful? Because it's all about the heart. We are very blessed. Us that live in America, we are extremely blessed. And unfortunately, a lot of times we give very little glory to God. We are so blessed, yet we forget to give thanks to God for give us the, giving us those blessings. And I'm not saying that everybody does that. That's certainly not true. There are many people who do give thanks to God. But the overall attitude of America is entitlement and unthankfulness. Hence why everybody is so depressed and upset and unhappy. Because they are not content. They are not thankful for what they have. And the culture is just getting worse and worse and worse with that, becoming more and more and more entitled. In other words, becoming spoiled brats. But then the second something goes wrong in their life, they begin to curse God, get upset at God, complain against God and say like, oh, God did this to me. But then they forget to give thanks for the things that they actually have. This kind of reminds me of these Jewish lepers here. You know, they were lepers. Perhaps they thought God had done that to them because that was the overall thought process back in these days that God cursed those men, which I should point out was not always true. But these men, perhaps they believed God cursed me with leprosy. But then when God, Jesus, God in human flesh, blesses them by healing them from their leprosy, they forget to give thanks to God. And that is what we do today. We blame God for the bad things and forget to give him praise for the good things. So we need to be more like this Samaritan man who his first instinct, once he was blessed, was to fall down on his knees and thank God, thank Jesus for the blessings that he was given. So think about that throughout the week and remember the blessings that God has given you Remember that all good things come from God. Remember that because it is important to have a heart of thankfulness. It is important to give glory to God on a day-to-day basis because God has done so much for us. He's given us Jesus. I mean, that's the best thing that we could ever possibly receive. Yet we forget to give thanks for what Jesus did for us all the time. I do. I forget to give thanks for that all the time. But yet it's so important to remember the blessings that we have received, and the wonderful thing that Jesus did for us. Well, I hope this episode convicted you in some way. And if it did, awesome. I always like it when episodes convict people. So if it did, share it on your social media platforms and tell people about the Bible Explained podcast and that it exists. It's a great way to evangelize to people who may not know the Bible or may not know scripture. And another way you can do that is by shopping the merch. Go over to p40ministries.com shop and pick up a t-shirt for yourself. I have a couple Bible Explained podcast t-shirts in the shop and also the Lion of Judah t-shirts and tote bags in the shop. So do that. Go over there, shop the merch, get it for yourself. Tell people the Bible Explained podcast exists. That's a great way to support the podcast and also to evangelize. But anyway, friends and faithful listeners, keep your eyes open for the new devotional that I have written for teenage girls. It's going to be available just in about a month or so. I cannot wait to finally get it published. I am so looking forward to it. So keep updated with that by going over to facebook.com slash p40ministries. Anyway, guys, I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning 
for another episode regarding Balaam and Balak. So we're going to see what happens with Balaam and Balak tomorrow morning. Tune in then, 6 a.m. or whenever you choose to wake up. Happy evangelizing and God bless. Ooh.